Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Hi, friends. How are you today? I hope you're well. I've been working on incorporating some grounding, body-focused work into my repertoire of tools to help combat anxiety. The past six months or so, I've been utilizing some somatic or body-based techniques or tools to do this, and I've found this to be a really helpful type of tool in some situations because I do feel better after using them. Now, as a reminder, I am not a therapist, but I did learn some of these tools from a therapist. Using them has been helpful in bringing myself back from stressful anxiety-producing states, so I'd like to share a couple of these with you today. Now, think about a time where something really upsetting or just icky happened to you, something that put you into fight, flight, or freeze mode and seemed to stop or derail you from what you wanted to be doing instead. I guarantee you can think of at least one of those types of situations. Now, these are the kinds of situations where I've been testing out use of these tools. For example, after an ugly confrontation with a colleague or an argument with a family member. The theory behind the use of these body-based tools might be explained by something interesting I've read about regarding animals. So apparently when animals go through a stressful experience, they will physically shake it off afterward. What I've heard is that doing the physical movement of shaking can potentially help release stress that might otherwise be stored inside of your body. As an example, I've uh, read about um, a gazelle who was chased down by a predator such as a lion but managed to escape. And the gazelle was observed after the incident and physically shook their body, kind of similar to how a dog shakes off water when they're all wet. And this was their um, tool they used to release the stress of being chased down and almost captured and killed and eaten by a predator. So now let's talk through these tools and just three in particular that I've used that maybe you'd like to give a try. The first tool is physically shaking it off. I've already described what this looks like in the example about the gazelle who escaped a lion. After the stressful event, they shook it off. This one might feel funny at first, but after some use and practice, it does feel a bit less awkward. I recommend trying this one when you're alone, but not long after this situation occurs. So let's say you have a client that calls you, and they're incredibly angry, and you have a heated phone conversation. What you can do after that conversation would be to take a minute to physically shake your body or shake your hands as if you're shaking off water. It only takes a couple of seconds. Just try it and see how you feel. The second tool is wafting away negative energy. I once attended a workshop and a therapist taught us this technique. 
So after an uncomfortable experience, such as having an ugly conversation with someone, like I mentioned a minute ago, or maybe even recalling an upsetting memory, you can use your hands or something else like a book or a pillow and make a wafting motion in the air toward an exit like a window or a door. And it can help if you're also able to shut the exit afterward, like shutting the window or shutting the door. I felt really silly the first time I tried this tool, but sometimes it's just what I need to get rid of that bad energy I'm feeling so I can move on to the next thing that I would rather be doing instead. And the third tool is crying. Now, I think this one may be easier for some and harder for others to do. I personally don't cry very often. So this one is a little tough for me, to be honest. Some people cry easily. Use this if it feels right for you. There have been a couple of times where I felt stressed, anxious, upset, to the point of tears. And once I allowed the tears to flow, I have noticed that I feel a little bit better. And I want to add a little bonus onto the crying tool. Um, This is the use of tissues, but not to dry your tears or to blow your nose. In the workshop, I mentioned another tool a therapist taught us was that if you are crying to let your negative energy or unwanted feelings out, try holding a tissue box up to your chest with the tissues facing out. And as you cry, pull the tissues out and throw or drop them. And when you've sufficiently let it out, throw those tissues away. Now, again, I am not a therapist, but these tools I have personally tried and I have felt relief from use of them. Maybe perhaps the next time you're really anxious or panicky about something, you may want to give one of these tools a try to see if it helps you feel better. I love that they're simple and quick. You could implement them right away. And speaking of simple and quick, before we part today, I'd like to share a review from one of my podcast listeners, E-H-Y-G-F-K-B-C, who says, Katie's way of simplifying complex feelings and emotions resonated so much with me. Love that she provides quick and simple tips that are easily applied. As a career-minded woman and mother myself, it feels like she's literally reading my mind. Dear listener, I'm so happy to hear that the show resonated with you and that you love the quick and simple tips. I'm so grateful that you shared this review with me. Thank you. Also, if you haven't already done so, would you please take a minute to go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. By doing that, you give me really important information that I need to create shows that help you, and you also help other incredible, high-achieving women like you and me to find the show. Friends, I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.